Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. I speak to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. One of our stained glass windows right there in the chapel echoes the light of the world painting by William Holman Hunt. And it represents the figure of Jesus preparing to knock on an overgrown and long unopened door. And I have always loved this image because it reminds me that Jesus is right there for us, accessible at all times. This image of a door is present as well in our Gospel from John. As we return to images of the Last Supper, of a betrayal that happens at night with Judas choosing a door and exiting the scene. The disciples are confused at his departure and what it might mean, and Jesus knows what it will lead to for him. Soon, what they all shared together will be torn apart. However, on this fifth Sunday in Easter, we have the gift of viewing this text from John through the lens of the resurrection. You see, there's another door in this story, a door to the mind of Christ. Jesus makes a choice. As uncertainty hangs in the air, he disrupts the moment with love. He speaks into the present where things are on the verge of tipping, and his words enter the disciples' worried spirits, their bewildered and troubled hearts. He fills them with a love meant to sustain and accompany him, accompany them. And at the same time, his words point to the fact that things aren't going to get better overnight. He asks them to make a choice, a very important one. He asks them to choose love. This is the mind of Christ. Jesus chooses love in the face of betrayal, loving those who will scatter and deny him. And he's asking them to adopt this kind of love in the wake of his impending departure. Later, when Jesus stretches his arms upon the cross, it is love that is extended, a love he wants the disciples and the whole world to give to one another. Jesus will die. Love will not. It is the resurrection of Jesus that teaches us a new way to experience the love of God, equipping us better for love as we recognize the great love that the Father has for the Son. We see what God is doing, taking the worst humanity has to offer and making something beautiful and new in Jesus. It's common to think about resurrection in the terms of God's mighty power on display and hope for the future. But when we seek the mind of Christ that puts love first, our thinking recenters, the resurrection becomes an opportunity for us to experience this great love. 
And when we do this, we are transformed. We know God through love prior to the resurrection. We see God's loving imprint and creation in Jesus' acts of love. We think about how our Lord showed kindness to the vulnerable, to the sick, to his friends, to the disciples, even those encounters with religious leaders. Love is there. But love looks different through the lens of the resurrection. The glory of God looks different post-resurrection. Glory doesn't always mean something has been amplified. It's not about winning. It's about losing everything, being betrayed and denied by beloved disciples who choose something besides love. It's utter devastation, crushing loss, body-broken death. And in glory, God overcomes it in the resurrection. That's what glory looks like, showing us we too can walk towards the presence of God that filled Jesus. And today, as we prepare to baptize Florence and Isabel, they walk the steps Jesus walked, baptized into his death, sharing his resurrection, being reborn in the Spirit, all in loving community. We can do this because Jesus has shown us the way. The gift of the resurrection is great love that we get to experience now. Not when things get all figured out, or our relationships mended, or our lives find a way to grow around our grief, so it seems at times maybe it's more at a distance. No. I'm talking now. The resurrected, glorified Jesus is the presence of God among us that can be seen and recognized. Can you feel it today? What God is doing is unfolding. It's ongoing, and it's moving towards the fullest expression of love for us. Our scripture describes how love bursts and it blooms as the resurrected Jesus appears to the disciples and as he makes himself gloriously vulnerable to Thomas. And when Jesus eats fish and bread with them, cooked over hot coals, simply saying, come have breakfast. God's work continues in the ascension and in the sending of the Spirit to them. That wily spitfire spirit will guide these rebooted followers as they seek the mind of Christ in all things. For us, it is the resurrection that invites us to reorder our lives in love, to put on that mind of Christ, to love lavishly like God does, to base our words, our actions, and all our decisions in love. And this is absolutely difficult. When I look at this world, when I think of the great ongoing suffering, the violence, the hate, the destruction of lives, it's just all too common. But I seek that door 
that we see in that stained glass window, that door that leads to love. I have to. Through the door of love, we look into our resurrection reality. What awaits us is a love that won't quit. What we learn is that God is going to continue to do what God does. Because the love God has for us is unstoppable. There are those who make love their work, who inspire us to join in. And today is Appreciation Sunday at Heavenly Rest, where we get a chance to recognize individuals that lift us up. We give thanks for the many ways they help train our eyes to see God's activity, to see God's glory, and to experience His love right here in this place, in our present. May we put on the mind of Christ and open the door to the love of God who won't stop until resurrection is our reality. And may we look for the coming of Christ again who calls us by name and loves us for all time. Amen.